Hello, I'm Amelia Myers. I am Jason Rosenwald. And this is Married, married to, to Hollywood, Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly of being married to each other and the industry. All right, so. Hello, my love. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Welcome, everybody. This is our first episode. Woohoo! Um, I think <laughs> I think it's one of those things. Where it's like, all right, cool. So, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, what did we talk about last week? Well, we didn't talk about anything because this is the it's first. It's the first one. one. I got to say, this is something that actually Jason thought of well, a long time ago. I think I was inspired by you because we had all this recording equipment in our home. Well, we Aww. we went out and we got more recording equipment we're so we could do this. I was inspired by by a lot a lot of our friends who've done podcasts. We've uh, I really enjoy podcasts. I spend a lot of my time in LA in a car, so I listen to a lot of. <laughs> it's a good thing yeah. to listen to when you're sitting in Los and Angeles. So was it a year? It's like eighteen months ago. Something like it was that before. We got pregnant. We have a kid. I was going to say, um, yes, life kind of happened and got in the way. I you know, feel like a lot of people who are going to listen to this already know us. So, yes, Lila, at this moment, is seven months old. Lila Carol Rosenwalk was Honey, born in Honey, when you're stuck July. listening to this later in your life, when your parents make you listen to this, <laughs> you were seven months old. You were seven months old when we started this. And we were going to start it a while ago. But, yes, getting yeah. pregnant and then Everything becoming gets new in parents, the things happen. And we decided, you know what? We love each other. We're doing this. Let's make it happen. And we're going to make it happen for Valentine's Day. So currently... So happy Valentine's Day, everybody, because it's Valentine's Day, Day today. <laughs> uh, we're recording this um, on the floor of our office. We are. In Hollywood, California. We are. Our downstairs office yeah. slash guest room with a Murphy bed. Yeah. We are. Thanks, Madre and Pops, for the Murphy bed. <laughs> we're sitting on I feel like everyone's the rug. going to get to know all of our business before we actually get to what we're here to do. Well, you know, that's kind of... We're, the world we're of just gonna vibe through welcome it. to so, our lives so in a podcast i w- i wanted to do this because i think it's really important for amelia and i to have a time every week to sit down and talk about this industry the industry what we're stuck doing <laughs> what we have chosen yeah to do as and gr- have trapped ourselves as in. <laughs> grown adults we've decided <laughs> that we're going to forego all the all security yeah. <laughs> all all common the, sense and all the entertainers. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, because I'm, we love it. I'm, Life is too short, and you have to. I'm do I'm going to brag you on love. my wife. Amelia is a very talented singer, dancer, uh, pianist, and composer. You, thank you've you, written my love. songs. You're I very have. talented. Yes, thank you. Uh, and not just Sage, but stuff since then too. <laughs> um, love you, we Julie. We really need to plug that album at some point. <laughs> that needs to be a giveaway. Oh gosh, give away the album. Yeah, for like 16. the hundredth subscriber to oh the podcast, we should give away that album. Do you Sage. have the rights to do on that? On Cloud Nine. I mean, it's ours. We own it. You do? Yeah. Still? Yeah. That production company that helped you with that didn't? No. Oh, that's funny. It's ours. That's silly. Um, <laughs> guys, you need to listen to this album. It's oh everything. It's like every oh my gosh. teeny boppy thing from like the late 90s. <laughs> we had so, so it was a senior project, and you had to choose like what to do. And I decided with my friend, no, we're going to do this and make an album. Can I and out how was, old you so, are? I was, so I was, I was 16. I, yeah. Well, I mean, can we out how when that was? Or is that no? Oh, no, that's fine. It was in uh, the fall of 2001. It was 18 years ago. That is ridiculous. And the concert happened <laughs> on June ago. 4th on, uh, in, uh, in 2002. In 2002. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we're just like doing this because we want to explain to everybody what it means to be super committed to each other, be married, to be engaged, be in a long-term permanent relationship with a human being. When you're in a long-term permanent relationship, a with marriage... Hollywood. With entertainment. The industry and what that... Looks like. Looks like. Feels like. Yep. And um, it feels it feels a lot. There are a lot of feels involved. <laughs> there, are, there are lots of feels. So lots we, uh, lots of feels. we wrote up a questionnaire, um, like a template, so that I could feel organized. And Amelia was like, no, let's be organic. Let's just be organic and free flow. I mean, we have topics, we have ideas, but we're, we're, yeah. we don't just want to do a question and answer. So we just kind of want to talk. This is going to be, I think, the, the theme for the episode is getting started. So getting, getting started. Getting to know you. Getting to know all <laughs> about you. Um, I can't sing. She can. Oh, shucks. Um, that's not a compliment. That's more <laughs> a statement of facts. But please take it as a compliment. I guess it's meant as one. Um, no, but so uh, do you... Uh, I'm going to interview. Cool. Yeah, so go for it. Happening. Go for it. All right. So all how right. old were you when you decided you were going to be an actor? I was five. You were five? I was five. <sighs> okay. Okay. So, so yes, there were, there were two things there. We went and saw 
Phantom of the Opera. Which I'm going to see for the first time in a little bit. <gasps> yes, at thank the you, Hollywood Pantages, Pantages, for their Black Friday deal. They did uh, three yeah, shows for Yeah, that's right. We're plugging you before we have any kind of relationship. I hope yep, you don't mind. But we're, we were thrilled about it. No, so we just saw Hello, Dolly, Dolly, and then we're going to see mm-hmm. Kinky Boots, and then we're going to see Phantom of the Opera, because Jason's never seen it on stage. Yeah, I've only seen the movie. Which is not a good Different conversation. to <laughs> the show. It's just the show. It's magical. But I was five, saw the original cast, and at intermission, I looked at my parents and went, that's what I'm going to do. And, and they it never smiled, went nodded. But I've, I've always, I've never asked your dad. I've wanted to ask your dad, like, what his, what his version of that note I is. I need to ask years him. later, I looked at them and said, you know, this isn't, this isn't a phase. I think you might have thought it was a phase I was going to outgrow. Oh, yeah. This no. is what I'm doing. But that being said, they have supported everything. They've always been in the front row of every show and... They're incredible. But yeah, yeah when the no, time came to actually supportive. become professional, it was like, yeah, so remember how I said I was always going to do it? I'm, I'm doing it. So, okay. And then I did that commercial when I was five. <laughs> and so that was like solidifying. She did a commercial when she was five. When she moved out to LA, she found out she was SAG eligible. Didn't yeah, know. totally <laughs> thought what? that that was just like a regional thing. And so I called to re-up after. I figured it was after. And they were like, nope, nope. You're SAG eligible. You have been for 17 years. I was like, cool, awesome. Back then, did you call after or did when they... I first moved out here? I did. And I thought it was and after. They were like, oh no, they're like, there's no record us. of you in here. Okay. And I was like, oh, because this was before the merger. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. merged. Um, yeah, that's. I just picture that because I remember how hard it was to get into, like, to get into the union. Mm-hmm. I remember. I imagine that was one of those things. Where you're like, oh my god, this is awesome. I have one hurdle. I don't have to jump. Yes, it was. Amazing to find that out. <laughs> so I guess then, so you're five, you decide, okay, cool, I'm going to That's what I want to do when I grow up. Do this when I grow up. You go through all the rigmarole of growing up, yes. which is a thing. Yes. Um, you were a performer. I was. Throughout elementary, middle Dance, school, high school, college. Um, ballet specifically. Uh, kind of started going pro in that route. The musical theater really took over. I was also a pianist. I would so compete with why didn't you go to New York? Then, like that like, was a big question. People were like, "Are you going to do New York? Or are you going to do L.A.? New York, L.A.? Because Broadway will happen. Like this people. is such. Who are the people? Friends, family, professors. teachers, professors. Okay, cool. They they all kind uh, of wanted to know. So people on the street wanted to know. People on the street going. Will Amelia, Amelia Myers go to New are York? Are you going to New York or are you going to Los Angeles? Will she find the draw will from Broadway <laughs> or will it be film <laughs> in Los Angeles later? <laughs> on as the world on turns. As the turns. I. Definitely soap want to do will Broadway. function as a theme oh, at some point. soap operas. I definitely always dreamt of Broadway. I still dream of Broadway. I know it's going to happen. I am five foot and 110 pounds. I am petite. I'm going to be able to play <laughs> teen and young 20s on stage for a lot yeah. longer than on film. Film, I'm already aging out of the oh, ingenue God. world. Which is And the totally young Hollywood well, world. Well, you're not young Hollywood, and that's fine. No, no. Because young Hollywood, but that's not my persona either. That's, it doesn't match me. me yeah, that's also like a different conversation. We can have the trappings of young Hollywood. Oh my so goodness! So the things terrifying. I have seen, the uh, things you still see. Uh, no, I still see, <laughs> but that I experienced when I first moved out here with the young Hollywood scene. Holy cow! Um, but so yeah, no, I decided Los Angeles because film and TV was just what I always dreamed and pictured yeah, how, of doing. How old were you when you moved out? Officially, yeah. I was... No, officially. Is there an unofficial age you moved out? Are unofficially you talking about the, 21. When you moved in with, uh, with Shirley. Shirley. Which okay. my dad counts as when I moved out. No, it's when all, that's, that's when Eric lost her. I moved out <laughs> <laughs> uh, January 9th of 2007. Mm-hmm. January 9th of 2007. So you just yeah. hit your 12 I years. I just hit 12 years. Happy 12th yeah. year anniversary to me. I moved out me. here January 28th, 2011. You did 2011. I just hit my... Eight years. Happy anniversary. Well, thanks. Happy anniversary. Which is something that we say out here because every year you survive in LA, you feel like you're another year. You deserve to celebrate, man. You feel like you're another year closer to something. You just don't know what that something is. You just don't know what it is. Honestly, that something might be moving back to wherever you're from or to another city, which is totally respectable. Which is totally fine. But they always say an overnight success in this town is 10 years. And I was like, all right, I got one more year to be an overnight success. Then I had 10 years and I was like, wait, what happened? 10 years went by fast. And I've had some success. Oh, yeah. You've had I more have, success than most. But but okay. not where... I, I'm not where I thought I'd be at this point, but that's okay. Honestly, I feel like in the coming weeks, months, however, we end up formatting the long term of this. I think it's going to start... We're going to do every two weeks to start. Yes. 
And then if we can, if we have the air energy and wherewithal with the small child, as well as the availability <laughs> of our guests. Of our guests, because we will have guests on this show. Uh, we just wanted this to launch on Valentine's Day and then ran out of time to find <laughs> guests and accommodate well, you know, ability being to new parents them. and doing everything together. So we just wanted to do this, this first one together. But no, this has been forever in my blood what I'm doing. What about you? When did you decide um, I'm going to be an actor, producer, and I'm I think, going to Los Angeles? I think I decided I was... Well, I, I decided that there's two answers to that. Yes. I decided I was moving to LA because my parents very generously offered me a car to, if I moved to Los Angeles. They said, hey, we've got this car that we're not using anymore. Congratulations, graduating college. Um, I know you're deciding between New York and LA. If you move to LA, we'll give you the Suzuki. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Your Suzuki. Yeah, that died. And we almost died in it. Um, <laughs> well, no, no, no. No, that was very I mean, it lucky. Could, it could we have been have very died. bad, but we didn't. But we didn't. Um, and so they said, okay, cool. We'll give you this car or you'll move to New York. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. What, are, what uns, like absurdly generous gift are you going to give me if I move to New York? And they're like, oh, nothing. That's so funny. I mean, mom, dad, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. If that's how, that's exactly <laughs> how I remember it. I remember it being like, and you were like, all right, then Los Angeles. I remember yeah, trying to suggest car. like, could you sell the car and I could get that cash? And you're like, no, no. They're like, no, no, you can move to LA because oh, at the time, the time they live in Seattle, so they're like, we want right. you on the same coast. Um, I decided I was going to be an actor, and at the time, I wanted to be a stage actor. I didn't even want to do film and television. Um, after. I wrote a policy paper in college. So uh, I went, both of us went to American University. And A-U. we Yeah, once an eagle, always an eagle. Um, we, I was writing a policy paper in an IR class because I originally went to college for international relations. Um, and to like go through a bunch of stories. Okay, cool. So it was when the Darfur, the tragedy in Darfur, the genocide in Darfur was really becoming like popularly known. Mm-hmm. And uh, I drew the straw in my class to write a policy paper on why it's not in U.S. foreign policy interests to protect the people who are getting murdered in Darfur. Whoa. So um, I did. I wrote, and I'm a grandchild of Holocaust survivors. So to yes. write to write an essay about why we shouldn't go protect people from genocide and how that's in our best interest was Holy like heartbreaking. Cow. But that's what the men and women who are in our diplomatic corps and who are leading our country on a daily basis deal with wow. is these decisions. Now, regardless of your political affiliation, that's true. Regardless of your opinion of who's in charge of our country at any given time, that these are the decisions they grapple with. They have to decide, well, you know, if, uh, if we go in here and we help these people, this affects our relationship with this country trading and, yeah. this, and this, that, and the other. But anyway, so I wrote this paper saying, cool, let's not save people. And my heart broke. And at the same time, that's when George Clooney and a bunch of really big actors were doing um, a march on the mall for Darfur. That's right. And that that march, that's what made me go, these people who will have infinitely more influence over the, the outcome of the politics... Because they had they were public yeah. images yeah, and public, had public voice. Because well, like you you can fix the system, you can change the system from within it or from outside of it, and wow. it's really hard to change the system from inside of it because the system itself will change you. Because in order to rise up into that, I mean, like we've seen that. Honey, in, that's beautiful. No, we've seen that in but. <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, but like I want to help people. I want to affect yeah. change. But the best way to affect change and help people is to be is a name arts. in order to do it through the arts. Well, the so arts. That's true. I mean, the arts save the art. I mean, they hippo heal, life. They save. Uh, shout out to Hippo Life, uh, non profit organization, saving lives, yep. changing lives. Yep, yep. Um, Amelia and I work for an arts nonprofit. We do. We'll be talking we about them. that a lot. Um, we love them. So I was, so I guess I was what, 20, uh, 20, 20, 21, 20. Uh, yeah, 20. Somewhere when I decided right. to be an actor. Well, um, and then I thought I was going to do stage. And you thought you were going to do stage. And. Booked a film out of college that I later found out I was mostly cut out. (laughs) We still went to go see it, though, when it finally came out last year. My big film break, I had, I shot, like, um, it shot for, like, six months, and I shot, like, 60 days of the six months. You were still there. All of my dialogues got out of it. You just, you know. Yeah. And so I actually like to affectionately make fun of Amelia for the fact that I made this decision as a grown adult. To be an actor, he does. He's like, I chose this. I'm like, so did I. Yeah. And he's like, no. But you made you made this choice as a child, I so did. you're like, you have a childhood dream that you're trying to live out and grapple with. Whereas I made the Not very grapple with. No, but it's a. But it's like it's like a deep seated. It is in me. This is so much who I am. No, but 
Whereas, like you were saying, as an adult, explain to me the rationality of a five-year-old wanting to be an actor. Okay, a five-year-old wants to be an actor. Cool. You don't like. There's no rationale to that. (laughs) You don't need a rationale. Explain to me the rationale of a twenty-year-old deciding to leave international relations. But what's the other reason why you switch majors? Oh, she she likes to take credit (laughs) for this. Um, you credited me. Well, it's a good on that line. Cute Facebook post. It's like a good line. Five or six or ten. It's years a really ago. good line. It is a great line. Butter up your wife, guys. Years and years and years and years ago, it actually has been years and years now. Yeah, it has been. In January of two thousand and five. Honey, I, I, I like that I get to say this to you. If. Could you eat the mic a little bit more? I can't hear you super well. Really? I think I'm right up on it. You you've been just drifting around it. Oh, interesting. All right. Stay up on it. I will stay up on it. In January. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, January 10th of 2005. We had to do the research. Don't act like you remember the day. No, I do. No, now. You, we created a memory. <laughs> she doesn't actually remember the day. Uh, that's true. I was going to my physics class, my gen ed physics class, because I was a musical theater major. And I walked in and it was a cold, rainy day. Oh, my God. The, the exposition. Well, you know, you have to, you have to build the scene. And me being the Hermione Granger that I am, I sat in the front row because that's what I always do. And I was unaware of the fact that I was sniffling a little bit because it was cold out. And this guy comes down through the aisle there because, you know, it's one of those stadium seating classes, picks up the box of tissues off the professor's table, puts it on my desk and walks back up. This was Jason. This was our very first interaction. That was to Amelia. That was our meet cute. Yeah, to me, that was the meet cute. Uh, Jason was like, there's a girl sniffling and be quiet and hear the tissues. If you knew me then, you'd know that (laughs) I was hungover. See, I thought he was just being sweet. No, I was saying, lady, you need to be quiet. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to sleep back here. Anyways, (laughs) we were randomly paired together as physics lab partners in a group of four along with Stephanie Panay. What's her married name? Oh, Sorry, Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie. Oh, I just put you on the spot. I see. Well, she has two really beautiful boys and I see her all the time. On Facebook. On Facebook. (laughs) Thanks, but married names, married names, especially with girls, it's always hard to keep that straight in my That's head. That's a note, it's fine. Um, but with her and this other g- random guy who ended up dropping the class, yeah. so it ended up being the three of us. Uh, I was in a relationship at the time, and Stephanie kind of called dips. You thought you were super cute. Which I have to disagree with her. I was not cute back then. You were so cute. You I, were very cute. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I, I, not, and not like a fine wine. I've gotten much better with age. Not to say that I wasn't, I wasn't like, I feel like wine is good to start and then gets better. And then gets better. I've just gotten better. I didn't start in a good place. I mean, I disagree, but I understand. Anyway, it wound up being the three of us all semester and we became really, really good friends. And I talked him into taking an acting class the next semester. I auditioned with Stephanie for... um, Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Yes, you did. Made quite the impression on Carl Menninger. So much of an impression that he didn't care. That's true. You were not in that. I was in that. (laughs) No, I was And Stephanie was in that. That's true. You were not in that. I didn't screw up her audition so much. (laughs) She was was still cast. She was still cast. Um, But I talked him into taking an acting class the next semester and I was his TA. She was the hot TA. (laughs) And then... Three of us. There's a lot of us in that fundamental of the acting. There were class. you, Will, Nick, Vishal. <gasps> Vishal was in that too. Um, Hi, Vish. Katie, Katie Brooks, Brooks, Jen Cumberworth. Jen Cumberworth. Um, who who was Miss DC? Um, not too long ago. <gasps> oh, she has a baby now yeah, too. I, I, oh wow, this is really good. Like Jen. Jen. Yeah, I can't remember Jen's last well, name. Well, now I'm thinking of like the married name versus the maiden yeah, name so, too. Anyway, so, that just anyway. messes people up. Um, uh, so yeah, so this really hot girl convinced me to take an acting class. I took an acting class and it, it kind of, at that point I was young enough in my academic career that I could do cool. I can do a double major. And then I decided, um, I'm taking more acting classes than non-acting classes. I'll just be a theater major. <laughs> and I graduated with a theater degree from a school that at the time not particularly known for. Th- That's not true. That's not true. We were right up there with Catholic because. They were the rivals. Like, who was getting yeah, cast more okay. right after graduation? Yeah, but, uh, and Yes, but that pales into comparison to AU's School of International Service, which was, like, number three in the world. Touche. American <laughs> universities <laughs> jockeying for Too, which touche. is the best theater I... program in Washington, D.C. That's, like, no. I was, like, going to the Yale of... Of international... Not that Yale isn't relations. a really good international relations school, but... Yeah. It's an analog for theater. But anyway, so... But so I was always a musical theater major. And... But so we, we move out to L.A. How old were you? You were... 
officially 22. When I was 19, I did the internship right. right here. And then I had to go back and finish school yeah. and then knew I was coming back out. So I stayed in touch with all those people. As soon as I graduated, I booked a show with Washington Women in Theater, that really, really fun show that I did with, with Ian. Uh, that, oh, that's how I met okay. Ian. Ian Harding. Hi, Ian. Um, and then as soon as that show closed, I went, all right, mom and dad. I'm moving to Hollywood. Off I go. And My dad went, you don't have to. And I went, yes, I do. And how many and times went, since then has he said, whenever you're ready to come home? <laughs> okay. The, th- the, thing, the thing is... The thing is, I'm incredibly close with my family. So close with my family. And my dad would have this funny line. Remember my Big Fat Greek Wedding? Such I've, a great movie. I've seen that once. What? You've only seen it once? <gasps> it's so fun. It's so fun. Anyway, the dad has this line where he goes, why you want to leave me? And when I first moved to LA, my dad would say this line a lot. And it was very, very funny. Um, but then, yeah, as time went by, there was that thing of, all right, so when are you moving home? And it was that. And now it's like, when are we coming back? <laughs> well, yes, but they respect. No, I'm saying like... They fully respect our choice and decision to be here. Yeah, now you're like, why, why don't we go back? Because it's affordable there. I know, now it's affordable. And, and we have a baby, and I never ever thought I would, and who would have babies th- away yeah, from like my Montgomery family. County, Montgomery County, Maryland is affordable compared to like very few places in this country. That's true. And, and it's more affordable than Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. It also has one of the highest rated public school district yeah, okay, systems, which cool. is why, you yeah. know... Good job, MoCo. <laughs> Good job, um, Montgomery County. So... We, we move out here. We move to L.A. And I feel like getting started is a theme. So getting started. What's the first thing? Who were like, who did you know when you moved to L.A.? Did you know anyone? I knew Mark Grazier. You knew Mark Grazier. How'd you know Mark? From Hofstra. Oh, from So my there? very first school, yes. I didn't realize you knew Mark from Hofstra. That is where, so I met Asher and we were really, really good friends. Yeah, and Mark was I a really good Asher. friend of Asher. Oh, okay. And when I was at AU, that summer I was doing summer school, I got cast in Mark's film in Boston. Flew to Boston. Which film was that? Oh my gosh, what was it called? Mark, what was that movie called anyway, we did in we'll, Boston? We'll plug that at some it point It was later. so fun. We had such a good time making it. And it was the thing where... We met and it was this instant, I you love connected. you. Yeah, yeah. you kindred of some kind. Absolutely. And no, that so happens. he lived here. And when I first moved out and was staying in Shirley's... Guest room. Guest room. My, my big cousin, Shirley. Oh, four foot ten of her. Yes. Is she still four she's, foot ten? She's 98. She might be four nine now. Um, but I stayed with her when I first moved out here. And love Mark her. was really the only one I knew. And a few of the interns who I had interned with were here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple of my former bosses from there. Those were kind of okay. the only people I knew. So Mark would call me up and be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, I'm watching movies on my laptop. He'd be like, I'm coming over. And we would and then you'd go, go watch for movies. movies. <laughs> we would do triple features at Arclight on Saturdays. You went from watching it movies was the for best. free to going to pay for them. Yeah, but it was so much Not fun. Not good financial decisions. No, I know. But it was so much fun. Think how much money you could have saved. Yeah, I know. Because Amelia... Um, when I moved to LA and I did triple features. Yes. Well, okay. I would sneak into the second. I third felt movie. too guilty to <laughs> do that. I would feel bad. And so I, I would do all do all three. Would you buy the ticket afterwards sometime and like apologize? I did that once. Okay. I thought I thought I One time I went back and was like, I'm so sorry. And they That's like insane. laughed at me. Well, the guy was like, get out of here. He thought it was really funny and was like, no. Um, but yeah, my conscience got to me too much. But I, I had to go in and be <sighs> honest. But uh, when I first moved out, yeah, I had a couple family. Uh, you have cousins. My, my Uncle Ralph and, and my Aunt Carol, they were in La Cañada, Flinders with yeah. my cousins, Joe and Gus. And so I would spend every Friday night out there with them at first and just trying to get the lay of the land and try to get some work and, and meet people. And it was, it was a, this town can be very isolating and yeah, lonely absolutely. if you don't know every, anybody. It's a city of 4 million people and like three, uh, 3.5 million cars. And, and nobody, just, it's just cars. Yeah. There's an HOV lane, but it's kind of a joke because the only cars in the HOV lane are like We get Priuses. to do HOV now. Oh, yeah. We're a family. Put that baby sticker we on the car finally. We are family. Yeah, we never put the... We have the baby on board sticker. We just need to put it on but the But we car. never put it on the vehicle. I'm curious how many people are in the HOV lane with the baby on board sticker that don't have the baby on board at the time. Because I feel like that's definitely that is, a very L.A. thing to that do. That is a very L.A. thing to do. I need to get here quicker. That is a very how L.A. thing. How can I cheat the system? Put on a baby sticker. Um... But yeah, no, I didn't really know many people at the beginning. I had to build it from the ground up. I really did. Well, thanks for doing that. And then, right. And then as people came out three <laughs> and four years later, they'd ask me, hey, who do you know? And I would kind of loop them into yeah. the group. Yes, you and... So yeah, no, I, when I came out, I knew Noah Barron, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Wachtel, Charlie Viscoto from college. Uh, Noah and I did a play together in college. Um, 
And then he was fraternity brothers with Charlie Biscotto, who was a roommate of mine at one point in college, and then Charlie Wachtel. And um, with a, at some combination at the time, when I first moved out to L.A., it was going to be three or four of us at some point. Um, and then I knew Amelia. I think, honestly, I think beyond that, that's it. That was it at first. I think I knew, like, and everybody I met was because of you and Noah. Yeah. So... Thank you, Amelia. Thank you, You're Noah. You're welcome. <laughs> what can I say? For getting me started You're in L.A. Um, so I think like the, I mean, like I did some research about like, oh, like how do you get an agent? Mm-hmm. How do you get headshot? Like what are L.A. headshots versus New York versus Chicago headshots? Like I did all that when I was in college. But, but I feel like you moved out to L.A. I moved out here in the middle of a blizzard. You did. And I was just like so grateful to not be in the snow. I had... <laughs> I had no, I, I had money saved up to move out here, but I really had no money saved up to move out here. Like, and I think back on it, like I cashed out, uh, I think a life insurance policy and my 401k. Yeah, I know you did 401k. Yeah. And a life insurance policy to move to LA. Um, which is like, I made fun of you for silly financial decisions. That's a ridiculously <laughs> silly financial decision. But it got you here. Yeah. Well, I was committed. You were committed. And I was like, if I keep any part of this life behind me, I was like, I'm never going to work in retail again. I'm never going to do this. And then I come out to LA, can't find work. And what have I been doing <laughs> to pay my bills for coming up on almost eight years living in Los Angeles? I've been working in retail in some capacity for the last eight years. Yep. But it's great um, to pay my bills. Um, and it's been really growthful. Like, I've met a lot of amazing people. You have. You have. A lot of industry people. Oh, yeah. It's also been very, I think having a day job, is uh, humbling mm-hmm. and it keeps you grounded. At the same time, it's a distraction. It gets in the way. Like you can't book because you have to. You have to pay your rent. But you you're in LA not to pay your rent. You're in LA to be right. an actor. It's a right. huge complicated thing. So like it's a catch twenty two. Yeah. Like you need the money from the job in order to eat and keep a roof over your head. But so you want to get work as an actor. So industry wise, what was the first like? thing like I know I need to check this box off like this is the first thing I'm going to do what was the first thing you did I kind of started laying the groundwork when I was 19 that's when I did my first headshot session when I first moved out here I set up a bunch of meetings at different offices you're so much smarter than I am the casting world (laughs) with casting assistants and uh, trying to be a reader for a couple of projects just to get in I knew I was supposed to do all these things (laughs) I didn't I didn't it's all just part of it and then of course I was interning at the production company, so I was able to kind of... Carl Meninger, like, literally gave me a checklist of things to do before I moved to L.A. And you didn't do them? No. Yeah. I, well, it can be it can be tricky, so when I... Oh, I think it was just lazy. You do need that, I'm just gonna do it kind of thing. Shia LaBeouf. Just do it! Do it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, but so I did lay the groundwork when I was 19, mm-hmm. knowing I was coming back, and then when I moved out, uh, about... Six months before, that's when I joined Actors Access and LA Casting so I could start seeing what was happening and start self-submitting on some things. Yeah. And I did a mailing so that I would have agency meetings before moving Back out Back when you actually put stuff in the mail? That doesn't happen anymore. I know. I had four oh, meetings set up before what, I moved out. What was a forever stamp back then? Were there forever stamps back then? Was it? Or was it before forever stamps happened? I feel like it was 41 cents or 42 cents or something like that. It was 39 cents. Wow. Because we're that old now. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so I did. I moved out here uh, with those meetings, signed with Impact Talent Group in the first week of living here, and just kind of started getting going. I didn't have an agent until Tag. Tag was, was my Tag first, your first agent? And, that, and, I, and we were already dating then. We were. So that was, I'd been out here, what, almost a year at that point? A yeah. year and a half before I got an agent? When oh. I went in for that meeting, I'd been, I'd been here six days, and I was like, all right. It's time for my meeting. Here we go. That's when I learned. (laughs) That's when I learned whatever you put on your resume, they could quiz you on at any moment. I have never lied on my resume, never ever. But I used to have that I could hit the high C in my range, singing wise. Because when I warmed up, I can. But were you warmed up? I mean, kind of. But it was ten ten thirty in the morning. And they saw that I was a singer and they just wanted me to sing something. I'm in a room, maybe half the size of the room we're sitting in now. It was this teeny tiny little room. And they wanted you to belt a high C. And I, well, first they were just like, sing something. I was like, oh, well, what do you want? So they had me sing a Disney song and then they had me sing. My wife is a Disney princess. What did they? 
<laughs> I was a Disney princess at parties for no, many, but many like, years. Quite for literally, years. I feel like you are the Am human I a embodiment. You are you are Giselle from that. What's that movie? <laughs> Enchanted. You are Giselle. I love that movie so much. Um, so yes, they had me sing a Disney song, and then they had me sing, I don't remember which one. It, it, I think it was Les Mis. And then they said, oh, you have the high C. Sing a song where you hit the high C. And I was like, <laughs> I hit it, but it was not exactly the strongest thing. And that day I went home and changed, you changed your resume? the range. Wow. Just so that. Was it humbling? It was. I mean, I could hit it, but I was like. Can you still hit that note, like on a drop of a hat? On a drop of a hat, no. Is that something that like, you, like looking back on, you're like, man, I really need to like maintain this better or? Sometimes I think that. Sometimes I do, especially if when I want to get back into musical theater in the leading female roles, you know, it is the classic soprano. Um, but I went to college and they looked at me. They took one look at me and went, you're petite and you're a dancer and you've got curves and you're going to be our alto. And I got cast as the leading alto in every role. Can you sing that low? No. And I kept saying to them, I'm not an alto. But I got cast, my gosh, I think in four shows in college where I had to sing Just low. in case you're wondering, if I sound like I know what I'm talking about with musical theater, it's because I've done musical theater. And I'm married to a singer. That's <laughs> I don't actually I can't sing for crap. Aw. No, I can like carry a you tune. You can carry a tune. You can carry a tune. Yeah, but it's like hit and miss. My day job is a I'm a, I'm a singing teacher. I'm a vocal coach. That's what I do. Um, gotta pay your bills, kids. Gotta pay. Gotta pay your bills. Like and I love teaching. I love teaching. Yeah. Uh, and I really dig into the the fun of the. Well, you really what like the song lyrics are. I yeah. approach it from the acting side as yeah. well. And no, you're an artist. You 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 want to make things real. You find yes. and you make real characters. I know it's real for yeah, you. Absolutely, no, it's which a, is great. It's one um, of the things that I think that's one of the things that sustains me through all the ups and the downs in this town is that we're trying to create truth. We're yes. trying to create truth for people to see, so that they can either have an escape from their truth or see their truth reflected to them in a way that makes it more digestible for them or it makes them feel like they're not alone. Mm. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about... That's so deep. No, I mean, I don't know if it's deep. I think it's what I've been educated to learn and yeah. what, I've, what I've learned from the people that I've worked with, both as coaches and co-stars. Yeah. But... So you came out here. Yeah. You didn't do your checklist. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... My, here's the... Okay, so I don't know if you've noticed yes. since 2019 started, but I'm... Um, I've got a book now of the actual checklist. You do. I don't do a digital checklist very well. Yeah. Uh, I well, remember years ago I said write it down if you actually write it Have down. Have you noticed how many times I screw up the groceries and you send me a checklist? Mm -hmm. That's a checklist. That, yes. That I screw up <laughs> that you actually sent me as a list. That but... I, I do have to thank you for going to the grocery store because oh, since the baby's fine, been born, whatever. it's very hard That's for not, me to get I'm to the not, grocery I'm store. I'm not fishing for that. No, no, no I know, but I just, know. just putting it out there. <laughs> but my point is, is like, I don't, I've always been one of those people that's like, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. And then I get like halfway into something. <laughs> I'm like, man, I really should know what I'm doing. Um, but that's how I feel. That's how I feel my first. I feel like that's honestly until maybe last year, 2018 or 2017. I feel like that's how I kind of like skated through Los Angeles. Like mm -hmm. I got really, mm -hmm. really lucky. Mm -hmm. Like I moved out to LA and... Uh, I'm, one of the reasons I moved in with Noah and, and uh, Biscotto and uh, Wachtel was because uh, Noah had said, like, oh, we're going to work on this movie. You should do this movie. And I was like, oh, great. And then that movie never happened. I actually Which think... always... That no, happened. Oh, like, I have so I think, many stories like oh, that. No, but, like, Noah and Charlie were writing something, and I think that never happened. But then it's so cool because now Noah and Charlie are actually going to be making a feature at some point in the next, like, few years. That's so exciting. Yeah, they've been, work they've been, uh, yeah. They've been writing. It's amazing. I'm really proud of them. Oh. I'm also really proud of Charlie Wachtel for just winning a BAFTA. Uh, yeah, that old Charlie. roommate just won a BAFTA and is Seriously. nominated for an Oscar. And didn't he just win a... Didn't did they win a Globe? They were nominated for Globes. I, I don't think they won the... No, they didn't win for for screenplay. Yeah, anyway. Globe. So, but we're so yeah, it's very excited. Impressive. Charlie Wachtel. I'm proud of you. I That's amazing. That's really amazing. You and I used to you share a bathroom. You guys used to be roommates. Um, <laughs> but... Um, Anyway, so, I, yeah, no, I didn't do my checklist at all. I just kind of was, like, overwhelmed by everything because I was so preoccupied with paying my bills because I cashed out all the all those savings mm -hmm. and everything, but I didn't have much. I had a car, and I think I had 4500 to $5,000. Which in Los Angeles, for those of you listening who don't live in Los Angeles, that's nothing. Well, and that was 2011. Yeah. So 
you're like money. And then that's how long did that 45 last you uh, realistically? No at the end of January, it was gone by April. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I was, I was doing dangerous things of not paying certain bills. Like mm-hmm. I didn't change the registration on my car to California until yeah. like, I think right before we got married. You know, little things like that. It's no, 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 <laughs> no. I switched it. I switched, no, that's not true. No, I switched to California after my Washington state tags had expired for six uh, months. Yes. And then I didn't re. Then I didn't update my tags for my California car for my California drivers. Um, Is that what you did? Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> that's a different. Oh my God! Cutting corners to afford things in Los Angeles it's, is it's a real thing. Part of the territory. Part but, of the territory. Um, yeah. No, I think I think I was just like, all right, cool. I'm move to LA. I'm gonna get some headshots. I'm gonna join a gym and I'm gonna get a job. And I think that's literally what I did in the first mm, two months. Was mm-hmm. that and then I couldn't find a job? Yeah, that's why. Like by mid March, um, by mid March, like, I was like, "All right, cool." I'm looking at my last little bit. Of money. I think actually, um, I think I borrowed money from my lien for a Did little you bit. Really? Borrowed money from my lien, and I think yeah. and a little bit of money from my parents at the time because uh, I was paying off my student loans. Yeah. So paying off student loans, having no oh, income, student loans. But it was cool because at that point I was like, I'm just going to defer all of them, and whenever they would get <laughs> get on the phone with me, I'd explain to them like, "Look, I move." I have a degree in theater. Mm-hmm. I've moved to Los Angeles. I've moved to Los Angeles. I, like, I'm really curious, like, the risk ins- insurance assessment on, like, a student loan for a theater kid. <laughs> for a theater major. That's that's something to look into. Just, just that it's makes like, me well, very we're, curious. We're never getting that money back. Right. <laughs> like, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we're going to own that kid's soul. Like, they're, or we're going to own that kid's soul. That yeah, kid's, it does feel like that sometimes That kid's loans. grandchildren's going to owe us money because oh. of this. Oh, man. But... Yeah. No, so I move out here. Um, I think the most impactful thing that happened in the first six months I was here was I audited a class at Aaron Spicer Acting Studio. Aaron Spicer is yeah. one of the most like prolific um, acting coaches from like uh, like the last like about a decade ago. He was probably one of the the top hmm. top acting coaches in LA. Mm-hmm. He, he had his roster included people like Jennifer Lopez, Will Smith, Will Smith. LL Cool J, like really top top flight talent. The first class I audited, Aaron was not teaching. Um, I audited a class by Anthony Gilardi. And Anthony... Anthony! Uh, used to be one of Aaron's Gilardi. coaches. Um, they, they've since you. They've since uh, gone their separate ways. Aaron has his own studio. And Anthony has his own studio, which I still study with Anthony. I mm-hmm. love him. Hippo mm-hmm. life. Anthony Gilardi Acting Studio. You're amazing. <laughs> uh, free audits. Um, check it out. Check it out. Um, but I went and I saw Anthony coach... Matt Kohler. Matt Kohler. Wow. Hey, Matt, congratulations on your engagement. Yeah, you're engaged. Um, I saw Anthony Gilardi uh, coach Matt Kohler through talking to his... Um, Matt's father died years ago. And at that time, Matt was the age when his dad died. Oh, wow. And That's heavy. And I watched Anthony coach Matt through talking to his dad as a monologue, as an exercise. Wow. And I, I just watched this I mean Matt is he's he's a built guy he's huge and he's like like strong he's built like a robot it's just like he's the kind of guy you're like you should be an action star and <laughs> it's and those people aren't particularly known for being emotive and I just watched a coach pull all of this deep pull beautiful out emotion out of him how'd that make you feel to watch that it made me it made me realize that like oh hey there are people in LA who were like the people who convinced me to be an actor in college. Yeah. Because I looked at I looked at Anthony, I was like, this man speaks my language. This man speaks my soul. I like that. And then I've but I couldn't afford to join. It took me like yeah. about three months to be able well, to join. Well that's another thing. Like you come to LA and it's you're supposed to get in class and study and do this and do that. That all costs money. And yeah. you're like, how are you supposed to yeah. do well, all these things you're I, supposed to do to further your craft and your art when well, you can't yeah, afford how it? You, how, I mean how did you pay your bills when you first moved out to LA? Okay. When I first moved out, I had approached my parents. Oh, is this the grad school thing? Yes. This is the smartest. This so, is the smartest work any 
I graduated from high school and was like, well, as I was gearing up for graduation, I was like, okay, and then I'm moving to LA. This is a scam. And they, it is not. This was very well I mean, thought out I'm as a business for the proposition. Scam. It got me my wife. I'm happy for it, but this is a scam. But I said, you know, as we were nearing the end of high school and then I'm moving to Los Angeles, they were like, Eric, um, I promise we're going to pay you back. Yeah, every penny. I swear, dad. With interest. One day, one day. Um, daily compounding. I said, <laughs> daily compounding. I said to them, you know, I'll be moving to Los Angeles and really pursuing. Because after I did that commercial when I was five, every year I would ask them for my birthday, may I get an agent and move to Los Angeles? Every single year. Don't you wish it was just year. that easy to get an agent on your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Here's an agent. Um, but I asked every year and they always said no, you know, normal childhood, all of that. I was like, okay, you know, fine. Which I completely agree with now. Oh, yeah. At the time I was like, just let me go. Let me go fly. Let me do it. Our seven-month-old daughter has an agent. Yeah, she does. She she has a very good one, in fact. Um, anyway, so I was nearing the end of high school, and I said, right, I'm going to move to Los Angeles. They went, oh, you're forgetting college. I went, really? Do I have to? They were like, yes, you have to. So I'm grateful for that, too. Yeah, me, too. Me, too. Uh, and I had gotten a full ride to Point Park Conservatory, which is where I wanted to go. My parents said, you know, it has to be a university. Again, I thank them for that now. As that's coming to an end, I approached Los Angeles with my parents saying, Think of it the first few years as my graduate school program. Think of it as grad school. Um, and so I was incredibly lucky and very grateful. My parents paid for my rent and car insurance and really did take care of the bulk of the financial those first two years so I could really hit the ground running and, and work on mm-hmm. things. I got a job at Act Now. I was a networking consultant uh, working my little tush off. Holy cow, was that a hard job. Um, but, you know, you didn't make much. So I, that was how I was able to network with so many casting directors. Um, when I was interning, I did do a TVI program and met some casting directors that way. And uh, Those were the days, man. Those were the days. I know. And the, one of the biggest goals of mine was I moved to Los Angeles and went, I will be on IMDb in six months. I will be on IMDb in six months. It will happen. And yeah. I did a workshop with Gwen Hillier, the casting associate of General Hospital at the time, not because she was the casting associate of General Hospital. But because of Fossey. I wanted to meet yeah. her because she was one of Bob Fosse's original dancers. You're such Pippin. a nerd. You're such That's a nerd. why I wanted to meet her. I am a nerd and I am proud of you it. You should be. No, I mean, it's I so am. I so am. So I go to this workshop so and it was a three-week workshop when, you know, it's soap opera, soap opera acting, soap opera technique. And was at the end like of the scene... Was it like episode of Friends when Joey's teaching? <laughs> <laughs> It was it was more than that. Over the course of our but, marriage, uh, Amelia has convinced me that Friends I is a good TV show. I love Friends. You agree that Friends no, is a I, good TV I agree show. now. I, I love Friends. Ag- there will never be a succumb quite like the magic of Friends again. Um, yeah, because I don't think anybody could make a TV show set in New York and ignore the fact that there are people of color in New York for the vast... Or that they're majority. 24 and can afford to live like that in New York. Thank God for in control. Yeah, right. At least they paid a lip service. At least that is it. Right. It's true. Um, anyway, so at the end of... Well, class, Gwen was said, you know, that was amazing, was looking at my resume and said, you were in a production of, of Pippin. Who choreographed your production? I said, I did. She went, stay after class. I said, okay. And we got to talking, and she invited me to a dance class. And a couple months later, she called and said, there's a role on General Hospital. Come read for me. And I booked it in May of 2007. It was the first gig, now, and did, I was on IMDb. Did you, did you say, oh, Ta-da. my God, I've arrived? Uh, did yes. that happen in your head? When I walked on that set... 22-year-old Amelia. It was my first time on a large soundstage like that. And I walked in. I remember looking up at the ceiling with the grids and the lights. And I was just like, I'm here. I have arrived. Oh, oh my gosh. I was the flirty waitress Welcome, that Coop bienvenue. hit on and made Maxie jealous. Oh. And then proceeded to stay that waitress for 11 hey. and a half years. Hey, man. You know, you got <laughs> to pay your bills. You got to pay, pay your dues. bills. Got to pay your dues. Um... But yeah, and then life happens and things don't always go according to plan. And I'm just so grateful to be with you out here on this journey, married in love. Yeah. And now Can, with this baby. Yeah, we're so, and I think I think that's one of the most amazing things about um, L.A. is every so often people leave, and they should, because L.A. is not for everyone. No. This town, the industry is not for everyone. And, you know... Time may bear it out. It's not for us. Oh, no. God forbid. <laughs> but we're committed to it. We are. <laughs> this could be a room. I remember. So the big, the big. This might be a bad marriage to People Hollywood, are but. leaving 
is at the five-year mark. A lot of people leave at the five-year mark. And I remember my dad talking to me about this, going, so are you going to go to grad schools? And I went, no. That I said, dad, this is the first wave. I do love that this wave. man offered to pay for grad school after you convinced he him did. to pay for grad school. He did. I'm See? so I'm so grateful for That's my father. That's a work. It's <laughs> That's a scam. You're a con not. artist. Stop saying that. It is not. <laughs> it is not. Um, but I said, no, at five years... The weak are weeded out is actually how I said it. The Ooh, weak are weeded out and the strong stay. It's cutthroat. And I approached it as a business and I was wording like that. And my dad was like, all right, respect. Got to respect that. And I said, the next big one's at 10 years. And it's true. You see people change career paths, leave. Totally fine. Totally fine. And like you said, one day we might go, huh. I don't picture that day. But I don't see that ever happening but for us. But at the same time, really I'm don't. like, well, you know, I moved out here. I blew all my money. I got a catering <laughs> job. I, what what did I blow my money on? At Noah, one point, Noah, can you refresh me on what we blew our money on other than trips to Las Vegas and Four Loco? Oh right, you guys went to Vegas. Went to Vegas a lot. A lot. And I, now your parents live there. Lot? I don't even know if it was. It a feels lot. like a lot. I feel like we just went there and we did a lot while we were there. Oh, maybe that's we had what a it lot was. Of stories. You do have a lot um, of stories. But and then uh, I got a job at a catering company. The catering company staffed me to James Purse, and I worked with James Purse for seven years. For seven years. You know, like in, in James. And then Purse, you got poached. Yes. James Purse is incredibly good to me, took care of me, and I work for Elise Walker, who's mm-hmm. incredibly good to me. She's an amazing CEO. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, now I've been very lucky. Yeah. That, and not just like in love, but in life here too. Like it's been incredibly lucky. I think, um, like I remember I got SAG eligible because Noah's friend Ross, who we met through a workshop at like a... Oh, wow. Yeah, they met at like a, a cast director workshop. Um, and at Act Now? At my place? No, I don't think it was Act Now or TV. No. I don't remember. Actors West, maybe? Oh, Actors West. I don't even remember. None of these exist anymore. I don't I don't, I don't. even remember. But uh, Noah and Ross were obsessed with... Um, That's not true. TVI is still around. They were obsessed with Fight Club. I mean, what... <gasps> right! What red-blooded American, like, <laughs> cis-straight, like, guy who grew up in the 90s and early 2000s isn't like, yeah, Fight Club. Fight Club. Brad Pitt. Um, and, and, yeah, but, like, secretly, every one of us is, like, latently super homo, homoerotically <laughs> into the fact no. that... Okay, well, Brad Pitt well, is straight-up sexy. In that I movie. didn't think he was for a very long time. Did you see Troy? And well, when I was old enough to appreciate Legends of the Fall, oh, dude, he is. I was like, oh, okay, I get he is it. He's a very good looking man. I get man. it. He's yes, a, he's a very, yeah, very yes, handsome is. man. Yes. I always forget that Jared Leto's in that movie. Anyway, oh, um, yeah. so we made a shot for shot remake of the trailer of Fight Club called Cuddle Club. Cuddle Club, check it out. It's really funny. And because Ross was already in SAG, that yeah, he was our SAG signatory through the new media program, mm. and that's how we all became SAG eligible. That's how you got SAG eligibility. Like for the longest time. That's what I used to tell my clients to do: create work. Well, just another production productions, which is what that company became at that time, um, was like the Underground Railroad for a bunch of us <laughs> actors <laughs> to getting, get people into, getting into the SAG eligibility. Yeah. It was just like this like thing where it's like, cool, um, just, uh, yeah, yeah, show up and we're going to get you into the union. Sure, show up and we're going to do it. And then... Memories, man. Of how, there are so many, and we'll go into this in future shows too, but just so many memories of well, yeah. jobs, of experiences, of, of things that... Because it's like... Getting started in LA is one thing. Getting started as an actor, getting started in life is so hard. So hard. And there's like there's stages to it. But I think getting started with this is like insane. It's like, all right, cool. We want to tackle relationships and relationships to the hardest job ever. Especially when something happens where like a married couple, one gets cast in a role where there has to be a sex scene or be in love with someone else or like... Or just straight jealousy. Like or if, straight jealousy. Yeah, like it can you, happen. If you get more auditions than I mm-hmm. do, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, well, what the heck? I want Even auditions. though there is no way we could possibly be up for the same stuff, it can. It, there's a very interesting... A very weird open casting well, situation. No, I, it's, Those it's, happen. It's, Male or female. I'm always like... Male or female. Well, and now, now, like I think, like um, with like non-binary and all that, that yeah. awareness, the fact that they're going to start actually casting non-binary people, like I think it's the direction, the direction Hollywood's moving is amazing. Um, it should move faster, um, and it's long overdue. Yeah, but I think that navigating it, it's good to navigate it with a partner, and like that's one I'm of the. I'm your partner. Yeah, you are. You're my co-pilot, or I'm your co-pilot, depending on the day. 
You're my lobster. You're my lobster. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's one of the most amazing things um, for us and for what we're going to do here is we're going to be talking to couples about... Yes, couples who are in the industry with us. Yeah, whether they're above the line or below the line. Yeah. And you won't find out what that means because we're not going to do industry insider stuff. We're just going to say cool things like that. No, we'll explain just, it. We'll explain it. Explain, explain um, above the line and below the line. But we're gonna, we'll save that for another for episode. Another, another we'll episode. talk about budgeting. Um, but we're going <laughs> to, yeah, we just want to go along on this ride with you and have you kind of hang out with us and just talk about real life and yeah. real stuff and what we go through every day as a married couple, the challenges, the wonderful parts of all of that, being new parents, and being in yeah, this town, this industry, and what that all you encompasses. Can, and that's what we're all about. And you can follow us on Instagram at yes. Married to Hollywood. Married to Hollywood. And that's Married to Hollywood. I believe Married to Hollywood is with a two. With a two. Let me double check my married Instagram. <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in charge of our Instagram, and I don't yes. know what our Instagram handle is. Let me just... Da, 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 da. Married to Hollywood, yeah. It's with the two. Yeah, it's with the two. There's Married a to Hollywood. Cute little photo of uh, Amelia, myself, and Lila. And then you can also go to our website, marriedtohollywood.com. Yes. Um, which we is, is currently under construction. <laughs> Look at the cute little kitty cat. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of doing a push to get this going, one to then, motivate yeah, each other and, to, and all good. of that, but we will have this all set up where See, it's you can all email we're us questions started. and we want to kind of have this be interactive. We are an open book. Ask us things. Yeah. We want to talk and be honest. That's the whole point. So much of this town is covered in shielded BS. There's lies. BS. Straight up, there's, <laughs> there's straight up lies. And we just want to be honest and truthful and, and share what our lives are. Yeah. So uh, look forward to talking to you again. Amelia and I are going to talk for the next two weeks. We're just going to... Yes, you know, we're just going to keep on... going to put a body pillow between <laughs> the two of us in our bed and just not talk to each other. Nope. Um, and um, we look forward to having uh, guests. Yes. Um, it's going to be so cool. We say that. We haven't nailed down who our first guest is going to be we in two have, weeks, did I, we? We have... I'm putting that on Amelia. Like, that's just her job to no, do. No, 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 no. I've talked to three couples. We just need to figure out which order and when we're getting them here. Cool. As far as who we're going to get first. Great. Yes. I love it. And then, I love that we're talking about this on... Hey. <laughs> Keeping it open, keeping it's it real, it's just like real. what we're talking about. This is about getting started. It is. And you're... you're getting started. And while this will not be a live broadcast, you are listening to us figure this out (laughs) live. Um, So live from the Rosenwalk basement. Thank you so much for listening. The lower level. To (laughs) the lower level. (laughs) The lower level in La Mirada. The lower level Uh, um, in La Mirada. uh, Thank you so much for. Let's not give out our physical address. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I'm realizing. You did just say the street, however. I, I'm realizing that. Yes. Maybe don't give out my physical address no, to the no, internet. No, don't actually do the, the whole um, address. Yeah, Amazon has that and they can sell it. That's true. Um, but I but just, thank you for listening. Yeah, it means a listening. lot to Please us. Please subscribe and, um, and follow us on Instagram and, can, uh, and go to our website and leave us some comments. Leave us some Hate if you want. Please, no, please don't. don't leave the hate. It's the internet. Don't man. leave the hate. It's the internet. Don't do that. People on the internet. No, I know. Um, but leave love. People on the internet are the worst versions of people. It's so true. Um, it's so true. Yeah. But yes, no, thank you for uh, tuning in, and we will talk yeah. to you next time. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And this, this has been Married to Hollywood. Yes, this has been. This is the first the the inaugural <laughs> episode of. Mary to Hollywood. You can see what she's doing right now with her arms. She's gesturing so big. All right, guys. Thank you so much. That's not bigly? That's Did not a word. Did you say bigly? It's oh. all right. Amelia Bonnets. I'm rubbing off on you. Is that Amelia Bonnets? No, like... that just might be poor English. Yeah, it's just kind <laughs> of um, So thank you so much. And uh, we will talk, talk to you in two weeks. Time. Next Yay. time. I yeah. love you. Love you too, honey. Bye. Bye.